divisive issue contains language unsuitable for children and adults. And anyone who doesn't want spoilers for books, they're probably never going to read because they're probably not very good. Just, just don't listen. Just stop. Welcome to Divisive Issues, a comic book podcast where we talk about comic books. I'm Ryan Lynch. I'm Sly Crapple. I'm Phil Mavrikis. I'm Daryl Steffen. And I'm Liz Steffen. Two Steffens! Two Steffens too many. <laughs> <laughs> too many Steffens on the dance floor. <laughs> We'd leave if we could. Obviously, we're making Liz... <laughs> we, we've captured another one. <laughs> Liz is very welcome. <laughs> we've changed the narrative from us capturing them to... Or from them staying here to now we're capturing <laughs> We mean we revealed our actual motive. Like, Yeah. Tomato, tomato, right guys? We've been yelling at Daryl, why won't you leave? But he's tied up in the corner. Yeah. I, that's, what been, that's what I've been saying all along. And now you took my sister? You're coming to my house. <laughs> uh, so even though this is not a special edition, we have a guest star because uh, she wanted to be on this. And she recommended it, so there we go. Did Yay. she want to be on this? Who would want to be on this? <laughs> I mean, somewhat. No one, no one gets on this show willingly. Yeah. Yeah. All our guests are in our basement. We're just waiting for them to... Yeah, uh, and we got better chains since Joe escaped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what are we doing, Sly? We're doing Archie versus Predator. And the premise is Archie versus Predator. Yeah. What a weird thing. <laughs> the target audience is, if you want to see Archie versus Predator, read this. Yeah, it's yeah. quite like <laughs> the names on the tin. Or whatever that, whatever that saying is. <laughs> How many of you guys have read Archie before? I have never yeah. read Archie before. I haven't either. I, I, I have read a lot. <laughs> books Thank books. God. That's why you're here. So, <laughs> resident Archie expert. Yeah, our resident Archie shithead. <laughs> our resident Archie shithead. <laughs> Wait, Sly, have you read Archie? Yeah, um, I was going to say... Fuck, is there anything you don't know, Sly? <laughs> I know everything. But I know Archie because when I was growing up, I love comics, but... <laughs> oh, just, just when you were growing up. <laughs> I, I hate them now, obviously, after doing this podcast and being nemesis and shit like that. So, but back when I was naive and thought comics were still good, um, I, I I wanted to be comics, but no, my family like knew where comic shops were or anything. So, but Archie was always in grocery stores. So whenever they saw Archie, they'll give it to me. So like I had a shit ton of like Archies in my closet. Just yeah, the double digest. <laughs> Sly was in the closet, and then he's like, I gotta go over the other comics. That's yeah. where he learned how to keep guests locked up in closets. He practiced with Archie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When did we... Okay, wait, wait. Is Archie any good? Yeah, I mean, it's good in, like, a really campy way, if that's what you're into. Sell me on Archie, because I've always been like, oh, it's that comic at the grocery store. Um, it's like a bunch of teenagers hanging out in high school, and, like, they go to a diner and ride around in a jalopy, and... Just have fun. So is it, I've always looked at it as like the 50s stuff of Back to the Future. Is that what it's like? Yeah, that is kind of, that's a pretty good way to describe it. And What do they, what do, they do on their adventures? Wacky shenanigans. Yeah, they just like hijinks is a pretty key buzzword. <laughs> Archie is, is interesting because like you said, oh, it reminds me of the 1950s because it's pretty much been stagnant since the 1950s for a long time. The, the guy who created the art style, Dan DiCarlo, uh, they've been using his art style for for like 50 years plus and never changing it. 
and even the humor is pretty much the same style as it was in the 50s. And it's only recently that they really started playing around with uh, the Archie license. They have, uh, in Life of Archie, they had Archie get assassinated. In <laughs> <laughs> After the Life of Archie, they had everyone in Riverdale turn to zombies. And now they have this book come out, which is Archie vs. Predator. When did this come out? Uh, like last year, I think. Oh. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, last year. I did not think it was April. recent. We're on the cutting edge of, of Archie media right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is I think this is the most recent comic we've done. It yeah. is. Jeez. <laughs> of course, this is this is one we're updated on Archie comics. Yeah. So the way they describe it in the header of issue one is Archie is lovable, maladroit, mischievous, America's favorite teen, and Predator is silent, invisible, invincible, the galaxy's deadliest hunter. I guess that basically sets it up. And just to, uh, just in case people don't know who Predator is, I don't know why you wouldn't, but... I've never seen any Predator movies. Yeah, fuck off if you don't know who Predator is. <laughs> you haven't seen any Predators? No. You only need to see one, Predator. I've never seen any. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. So Predator is about an alien from space who hunts people. And you know the dangerous green man, and uh, the first movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger versus him, and then ever since then they've begun worse. The only Predator I know is when I was in college, Daryl gave me Batman versus the Predator. Yeah, that that's good too. Wait, how many how many how many times has the Predator Predator fought like random? A bunch of times. If we did just Predator or Alien versus anything, <laughs> we can never we could just do that for our podcast. Like we seriously could. There's Predator versus like Superman. Alien versus like, Wildstorm, like all this weird That's shit. Like it's, he can fight like people like Superman and then Archie. Like, people <laughs> will find yeah. ways to write both. There's no way they can make him fight Superman. I don't think he fought Superman, but Alien fought Superman and Terminator fought Superman too. I know that. Batman <laughs> fought Alien too. I like that. I think he fought him twice. I think there's a Batman versus Aliens too. There is because Daryl in that same birthday gift with Batman versus Predator, Daryl gave me Batman versus Alien two, oh, and but... having never seen an Alien movie or read the first one, I was like, "What's going on?" Oh, Ryan! Wait, so you haven't seen Alien or Predator? I, I like how Ryan's only experience to Alien or Predator is weird tie-in comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Yeah, they're classic movies. Yeah, Alien is so good. It's like I should host a comic book podcast instead of a movie podcast, right, Sly? <laughs> Or maybe you'd be a fully rounded human being and actually oh, this is an piece of shit. You're not full... Uh, Sly's a renaissance man because he's seen Alien and Predator. And he grew up on Archie. They're pretty classic, though. I mean... Yeah, that is true. They're like classic 80s. Yeah. Well, not... They're like, no they're, they're like seeing Terminator. Like, you should have seen Terminator. I have seen yeah. Terminator. Oh, One, two, God. and three. Okay, so you can live, Ryan. We don't have to kill you. Okay, thank God. Yeah. See this movie if you want to live. <laughs> Terminator reference. So we've been talking over we've been talking over Liz, so I think she should do the actual narration. Wait, story. who wrote this first? I don't fucking know. These it's guys. Alex DeCampi did the script, and the pencils are Fernando Ruiz. It's very boring. His name's Alex DeCampi because he's such a campy writer. Not really. Well, he, he plays Archie characters up very campy. The credits page is splattered in blood. <laughs> but the way he writes, the way he writes like actual characters is super campy. Well, that's what's interesting. I felt I I didn't know anything about Archie, but I I thought it was funny how this book is like. So campy 1950s while being hunted by an alien from space. Yeah. Like, it was a it was an interesting juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, did did you want to go through it and page by page what happens? Uh, I don't know. You guys can. Traditionally, in divisive issues, long storied history, the guests will or prisoners in this case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our prisoner does the narration. When our guests are on the show, they do the work. Guys. <laughs> wow. What? You said that really creepy. <laughs> it reads the narration 
or it gets the hose again. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could. I don't know how to do it. Just what what happens? You you just breeze through it. You can just go. go no, I thought we were reenacting this. She's gonna yeah. You have to the characters. You have voices. Uh, what's your Archie voice? Give it to us. Uh, where's where's him? I don't even see him talking anywhere. Well, we uh... <laughs> he doesn't talk his entire comic. And if if you're gonna do the narration, you have to be very careful because I yell at everyone for going too fast and too slow. Okay. Yeah. Do we? Do I have to read like every? No, you don't. Just say like what happens. Like you just say like the first page is the spring break. Everyone's bored, and then. Uh, Cheryl Blossom, this bitchy redhead, shows up and says, "Let's go to a fucking play- place in South Korea." <laughs> okay. And as you don't have to add all of the fun, colorful curse words like slide. No, you have to. That's, that's part of it's part of the job. Slide tells the stories, and he's like, and then the Hulk's like, "Fuck you, assholes." <laughs> <laughs> Phil, whenever Phil does narration, he starts cursing more too. So it's like part of job description. You have to start saying, "Oh, this guy just said fuck you." This guy just says, "Eat my ass." And like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, Characters are always eating each other's asses. <laughs> I feel like that's just slice colorful dialogue. I'm, I'm like somewhat guilty, but I'm not. I don't think I'm as bad. But I'm somewhat guilty of eating ass. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. So um, the usual gang is all standing around and they're bored. And oh, what's the usual gang? It's uh, let's see who's there. It's Veronica, Just... Betty, Jughead, Archie, and then I forget this girl's name. Who Valerie? Is... I think. Yeah, who dates the other token black dude? Yeah, token <laughs> black girl dates token black dude. Yeah, and just to just to explain the characters. Basically, Archie's about Archie, this redhead, trying to choose between two... America's favorite teen, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, I, I would contest that very much. Um... <laughs> One of the things I never knew is I thought Archie was about two girls and two guys together. Jughead and Archie and Betty and Veronica. I didn't know that there were, like, so many other characters involved in the series. Oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a fucking huge cast. You see, after of Archie, you see them all die in gruesome ways. But, um, but, just, but, but the main... Thesis of the story is basically Archie has to choose between he's a two timing piece of shit. What's choose between a black girl, black rich girl, black haired rich girl <laughs> named Veronica and a blonde haired, uh, you know, Susie homemaker kind it's of girl next door. Girl next door, uh, girl named Betty. I actually couldn't believe how much he like. It's not like he's indecisive. He's like, I pick both all the time at the same. Yeah, he, he, like, kisses both. Well, yeah. he traditionally likes Veronica. Doesn't that like all I really know about Archie is doesn't the timeline split? And he like goes. He marries Betty in one, and marries Veronica in other series. I mean, it's comics, so I'd assume that it's probably happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Archie became like a fucking superhero at one point, so I'm pretty sure something like that's probably happened. <laughs> <laughs> he became a zombie, so he must also be a polygamist. Archie versus Superman. <laughs> Archie versus traditional marriage laws. Anyway, what's this two-timing POS doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're all hanging out, and they're just doing their usual. And then Cheryl pulls up in her cool convertible with her brother, and I think that she at one point was also interested in Archie. He's kind of almost like a harem character, where a lot of girls really like him, and he's just oblivious. Oh yeah, that's that's the best way to describe him. Also, Cheryl is pretty much a second Veronica, except she has red hair. I never understood why she existed. Oh, it makes sense yep. too, because Jughead's the loser that, that isn't like interested in any girls, only there for comedic effect. Yep, exactly. Yeah. One cool thing about Jughead, uh, basically, he's just the, the, the guy who likes eating a lot. Uh, but uh, one thing that's interesting about him is they recently made him, made a canon that he's an asexual, which I find kind of cool. Oh, really? oh yeah. wow! That, that is interesting. Yeah, they did a big Archie reboot that I, knowing Sly, it's probably in his recommendations. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I have something uh, worth recommending. <laughs> that's never a good sign. But so, and then 
they win some luxury beach cruise because Jughead loves potato chips. <laughs> they got them in the bag. And then it... Yeah, like a Willy Wonka golden ticket plot device. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they go to Los Perdidos Resort. Yep. And it's like they, they win this just as Cheryl pulled up and was like, you guys are so lame. You're not going to go on a cool beach cruise. And then Jughead's like, actually, we're going to a beach vacation. <laughs> Well, so then they're on the beach, and they're all super excited, and Jughead is just hungry, as per usual. I related to Jughead so much in this book. Yeah, he's my favorite. You know, actually, I realized without thinking, halfway through this, I when I was reading it, I read the first two issues, and then went to the supermarket and bought a shit ton of food and just ate while I read the rest. <laughs> and I think it's Jughead. <laughs> Great. And he's like, he's like crazed for food. Like, he sees mango trees, and he's just like, I gotta go eat those mangoes! <laughs> like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he does. Uh, yeah. Veronica and Betty are hanging out together in a hotel room, and Reggie's being Reggie, where he's flirting. But Reggie's like a, a male chauvinist, egotistical asshole, and he's the best character in Archie. He's like the sly of the Archie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I like I love Reggie because he's the only character that beats the shit out of, of Archie from time to time, so he's the best character by default. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it shows in the bar that Jughead is just picking out and stuffing his face. He's eating a sundae with his hands. Yeah. There's a spoon next to him. He has no control. He's an animal. And then Dilton is like the classic nerd. He's just there purely to be a nerd. He's the fill of this uh, comic. I don't remember any of these characters. Excuse me, Sly. Say that again. Uh, Dilton's the fill of this comic. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Why, is he slurping Savlaki at the bar? Yeah. And he's a a fucking guy with a big dong, too. (laughs) (laughs) That does sound like me. You mean his telescope that uses to see a shooting star? But it's not a shooting star, is it? No, it's not a shooting star. It's an alien spaceship. <laughs> That's how abruptly they're just like, here you go. This whole this whole book, uh, like that, what we described happens over the course of eight pages. The Them winning, the next page, they're on the island. Next page, like almost almost next page, uh, the spaceship lands. Like It's like very quick, the pacing of this book. Yeah. I also I have to say the land the shooting stars page uh, is actually a really cool splash page where they have like the ship landing, and it says when you wish upon a star, and each of the characters are wishing for something, and it really sums up everyone's character really mm-hmm. well. Archie wishes for a memorable holiday. Jughead wishes for an all you can eat buffet. Betty <laughs> wishes for Archie. <laughs> uh, Veronica wishes for flawless victory. Uh, she's a more comic character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, what's this asshole's name again? Reggie? Reggie. Reggie. Wishes for third base. Sly. Sly wishes for third base. And then Cheryl wishes for death to the proletariat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I read any Cheryl Blossom comics? I don't remember if she was this and super capitalistic. Gee, I think they <laughs> bumped it up a little bit. Yeah. The Cheryl comes over and they're all, and then Veronica's like, let's have a contest. Yeah, like a, a dressing contest to see who's best dressed. It's like a bikini contest or something, right? Yep. Yeah, they're not in, like, straight bikinis. They're in more fashionable clothes. Yep, and they're all being goofy, and Betty's like, this isn't really my thing, because she's the girl next door. And then Cheryl tries and loops her into some evil plot to make her get dressed up super nice so that... She wins and not Veronica. Yep. Yeah, she's like, Archie will love you if you look pretty, because that's really what he's looking for. Which is true, which is accurate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she's wearing some crazy zebra stripe rainbow outfit which it gets all tens 
Well, some Archie crosses out his 10, puts down an 11, and one guy's holding a 7 upside That's down. That's Moose. He's not too bright. Uh, Moose is like the idiot jock of the group. There's so many characters. <laughs> Jesus. You have, to really know, you have to really know the lore of Archie to get into this book. Sorry, guys. Yeah, and there's like that nerd girl who like before is like set phasers to stunning, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> I can't believe that out of all the books we do, that we do these superhero books, there are these big crossovers like Civil War, and the hardest one for me to pierce all these characters is Archie. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel normally with every other, like... Yeah, team. it's because your background knowledge is yeah. for all those comics. I guess. I guess. Here's Hypno Hustler! <laughs> <laughs> I wish Hypno Hustler was in this. I think I should have... Yeah. I wish Hypno Hustler was in every book. <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> so, uh, so, Archie, so Archie was like, oh, uh, Veronica, you're the hottest. Now he turns to Betty after seeing her zebra outfit saying, now nah, you're the hottest. Mm-hmm. And Betty, uh, uh, Veronica starts crying and says, how could you do this to me? And she finds out Cheryl gave her the dress and she goes and Veronica says, you traitor. You're no friend at all to Betty and tries to kill her, I guess. She leaps at her. We've also been leaving out the fact that throughout the comics so far since the spaceship landed, we see like sometimes thermal vision frames of the same scene so like while they're fighting it's them like cat fighting and then you see like a, this thermal image of them which but like also emojis are there yeah that's that's the great thing is like it's if you've seen predator you know like that's how they see but then there's there's literally emojis like well it's 2015 you can't do anything without emojis yeah like the emoji yeah. bible like the emoji shakespeare books well they they have they have a plot reason for him using emojis later you know I don't remember that, so I'm excited to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the entire book, even though I just read it. <laughs> I read it last week. Yeah. Uh, and so he's watching them as they're fighting, and then Archie tries to stop them, and he bumps into them, and just kisses Veronica. <laughs> 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 Wait, first he, first he makes Veronica bump into Betty and break her nose. And then, well, okay, Betty... This is the thing that I was like, what? Because Betty's like dripping blood <laughs> and crying. And I'm like, that's unexpectedly graphic. It's in the same frame, he's kissing Veronica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's easily taken yeah. in. She's easily broken, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, he br- uh, they break Betty's nose together. And then they start making out while Betty cries and runs away. And he he was just picking Be- uh, Betty over Veronica like two seconds ago. Yeah. And classic Sly, when Betty runs away bloody, Reggie goes, best morning ever! (laughs) (laughs) So she runs off into the, Betty runs off into the woods, bloody nose, her outfit's all torn and ripped, and um, then we cut to uh, Predator Vision, and we see, what's her name? Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl Cheryl and her brother. And her brother cutting through the uh, woods. With, like, a machete. Yeah, well, they're going through the jungle. It's like, whatever. You gotta do But, that. like, they're supposed to be, like, fun hip teens. Like, don't worry. I can traverse this jungle. <laughs> well, they're rich, so they have, like, training. You know, they've been to a lot of, uh... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, works. don't you know Archie? <laughs> that's... I guess that's what you get when you're part of the bourgeois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and they find this, like, jaguar temple. Um, Betty does. And Betty finds a jaguar temple. And she's like, wow, if they, if Cheryl and her brother stole anything here, I'm going to report them to NATO. But they have, oh, I, I found this cool dagger that's like. It's like a black uh, yeah. dagger with like a cheetah head on it. It looks like obsidian or something. Yeah. And she calls Jagger, Jaguar Vengeance. Jagger Vengeance. Jag- yeah. Mick Jagger, come to me. <laughs> By the Jaguar. power of Mick Jagger, I have the power. Jaguar vengeance <laughs> on Cheryl and Veronica. And basically she's like trying to summon an ancient curse on them while she takes this like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Obsidian dagger. Yeah. Dragon glass. <laughs> yeah. 
And so everyone's looking for Betty now uh, while she's in this uh, temple. And, uh, and this is one joke I like. Kevin Klein, the gay guy, uh, sees, because uh, like, like we said, Betty's costume was torn up while she's running through the woods. She, she finds uh, a shredded on a branch, a cover of blood, and the gay character Kevin Klein says, oh no, this is polyester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like fashion jokes in here. So, so it, this there's jokes that are pretty funny sometimes. I, I felt like it, it, the comic was weird to read for me uh, in general, but then they'd have jokes like that that I'm like, this is actually really funny. I really enjoyed it. I by and large didn't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but there are a few jokes I, I liked in it. I'll get into why I didn't like it at the end, because I'm not mad at this like it was with Rain, mainly because I read Rain right after I read this, and that made me realize <laughs> maybe this isn't so bad, but we'll get into my faults of it. Your faults. We can get into that for a whole other episode. So let's, let's, let's just save that. So now they're after uh, that. He makes a polyester joke from the trees. There's like gallons of blood <laughs> dripping on everybody, and nobody like notices. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like dripping on their bodies and their hair and everything. Like, yeah, that's, like that's what's kind of comedic about the whole thing. It's like for a long time they don't know about Predator, and they don't even know like what to do. Like they're all kind of incompetent. And Predator's yeah. just killing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we see bodies, like, headless, gored-out bodies. Of Cheryl and Jason. Yeah, of Cheryl and Jason hanging from the tree with the with the Predator. And in classic Predator fashion, he rips out their skull and spine and has them as trophies. Yeah. yeah and it's so, like, the art is so, like, gritty next to, like, Archie in classic Archie style. And I kind of really like the juxtaposition a lot, but it is like at first I was like, "What the what? What? <laughs> like you, what?" And just to clarify, so like like they said, Cheryl Blossom and her brother are dead uh, now, the spine dripped out, and predators are directly over Archie, holding their corpses as they're bleeding on top of the Archie characters, and none of them notice. <laughs> Teens, right, guys? I know the response for all these characters is supposed to just be funny, like like the way they act in this world. But, like, to me, it felt like if the cast from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was here. Like, <laughs> like the fact that they're just, they're all being shitheads, basically, and just completely oblivious to the world around them. And it's, like, kind of funny sometimes. I want to raise this question to Liz. Are, is this in character for them to be, like, so blasé about, like, these hijinks? Um, I feel like it might be a little bit bumped up. Yeah, I think that it's kind of making, like, tongue-in-cheek, because... It's a little too much. <laughs> yeah, it's like blood's pouring on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not the smartest. But it's not, is it, like, is it not that far of a... Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's not too far. Like, they are pretty, they're just goofy teens that have good... That's times. actually uh, my fault of it, is I think uh, this is too far. Like, it feels more like a bad parody of somebody who doesn't like Archie writing Archie to me. Rather than an Archie comic, which I think would be more interesting if they kept like if they had Archie writers. I think it would be too it. real if they were freaking out <laughs> about yeah, it. There's, there's some points in the like the next two books where it's like, oh, this yeah. is getting really dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like that makes it just makes it weird. To just make him be largely annoying. I, I preferred them just getting like picked off and being like dumb and oblivious to this. Yeah, I'm on Daryl's side here. This is why I hate a lot of horror movies, and this is why Predator was better than most horror movies because you present the cast of characters that are actually interesting and diverse, and have them get picked off so you feel sad when they die, rather than make them assholes annoying jokes. So that way, you just want them to die as fast as possible to end the book, which is how I felt reading this. I have to say that this made me not want to ever read Archie. Yeah, no! I'm, I really, 
I was like, these characters are all terrible, annoying people. Like, I, I'm to be fair, I felt yeah, that we same. got one that's just like Phil, one that's just like <laughs> Sly, and one we hate them, we hate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, to be fair, I felt the same way the first time I watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, so like, I it could be if I if I got. To know but them I don't more. think that I don't think that Archie is going for the same thing that Always Sunny. Is. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Archie Archie's supposed to be like a very wholesome, all all family friendly, all ages kind of thing. Uh, um, it's Always Sunny. It's supposed to be like this uh, bunch of assholes being mean to people and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's what this that's what this book. Was I know, to. but that's why it's, I find it bad. Like you're making them be like horror movie annoying cliches where you just want to see them all die so like this isn't a good way to advertise Archie to me that can be kind of fun too let's why don't we save that till we finish it yeah okay we can save our judgments for later <laughs> yeah um, to finish off the the issue uh their their vacation's over and they're like um whatever she brings the dagger with her accidentally Betty does sorry yeah <laughs> Betty brings the obsidian dagger with her accidentally it somehow just appeared in her bag and they go back home to their town, wherever that is. Riverdale. Riverdale. And the last thing we see is them at the diner, which I assume is like their iconic, like... Yeah, that's their hangout spot. They, their hangout spot. Wow. Yeah, Pop's Chocolate Shop. And the last thing we see is Veronica's face in thermal vision and the emoji for a dead person and the emoji for gun. <laughs> <laughs> and he has uh, the triangle target on her. Whichever knows yeah. the shoulder yeah. cannon, he shoots the big laser that blows people up. Yeah. Yep. yep. And, and then we get the next issue, and it's <laughs> Predator hiding <laughs> under the counter at the shop, and Betty, Veronica, and Archie like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. And there's blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And Predator looks very devious. And he's not hiding very well. <laughs> he's just kind of <laughs> right out there. So, yeah. Issue two. Back in Riverdale, safe and sound. And so they're back at the Chip Pops chocolate shop. Uh, they're eating stuff. And um, just to go back into how oblivious they are, they have the laser sighting on <laughs> yeah. Veronica's shoulder, and no one notices it. I like how mm-hmm. obvious it is. Because yeah. you're not supposed to see, like, laser beams, but they just draw it in here. It's three laser targets. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks like, like Psycho's optic blast. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like visibly drawn on the page. By, by yeah. that, I mean. It's not like uh, you see the red dots on her shoulder subtly in the background. It's like, she's even, like, glowing, like, as if it's, like, a got-punched effect. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pr- it's pretty bright. Yeah, and uh, so... Uh, Predator is targeting Veronica because she's holding, like, a knife because she's cutting her food with it. Yeah. And then Pops comes over with a big, like... <laughs> Welcome home, cake. Yeah. And and Predator always, like, targets people that might be a threat because he wants to fight, like, uh, dangerous hunters. Would you call them Predators? Right, right guys? <laughs> Good. Podcast over. Bye, guys. <laughs> I've been Predator. <laughs> I've been Alien. <laughs> I've been Pop. Guys, we can't sign off. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Uh, they find out immediately, like, right now, just as... The pops comes in that uh, Carol or Cheryl and Jason were killed at the resort, and they're like, "Yeah, I like that." And they're just like, "Oh, that's a bummer." And Jughead's like, "I want some cake, though." Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's part of my coping mechanism. It's part, I have a note from my doctor. <laughs> and then, so pops is about to cut it with his big knife, and so, then his head fucking super explodes. Yeah, yep, this very iconic Archie character is just instantly blown away. I was shocked. <laughs> at how gory this was. To live and die in a small town. Like, you see, like, eyeballs and, like, ears and teeth flying all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't notice that when everyone's screaming, Jughead's still eating. Yeah, and everyone's covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, he takes the cake. He carries the cake away, and it has Pops' eyeballs on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it is really she's just so hungry. And uh, Betty immediately says, I did this. Because she feels like she must have caused a curse when she cursed them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she cursed Veronica and Sarah yeah. specifically. The Mick Jagger curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happens next? Who's doing it? I, I think Phil was doing a good job. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Wait, what, all you right. want to do the yeah. rest of it, Phil? I'm, I mean, if, if I'm doing a good job, might as well, right? <laughs> right? I'm doing such a great fucking job. <laughs> Why were you getting mad when I complimented you? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to narrate. You become sly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, they, they call 911. They run into the back room, and they're like, we can't leave until the police show up. And <laughs> then uh, Betty and Veronica... Oh, wait. One thing that I thought was uh, really fun, the flashback that Be- that Betty has... Where she's she's like, it's revealed that she does all these like voodoo things secretly. Is that a thing that Betty does? Because they're going to uh, Sabrina, teenage witch, and they, they they say like, how do you know Sabrina? How do you know about her voodoo books? And they do this cut to this scene with Betty. What is yeah, it? Yeah, and it's Betty stabbing a Veronica doll, <laughs> holding a bag of money while crying. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a voodoo doll, like stabbing it with scissors. And meanwhile, modern day Betty is like pulling back a curtain and she's like, ah, no, no reason, no reason at all. And that I was think, not a good joke. I, I think yeah. that's a good joke. That's pretty funny. And they say like, while they're in this like back room hiding from the killer and waiting for the police, Betty's like, we got to go to the bathroom. And she brings Veronica to go meet. They're Sabrina. also covered in blood. Yeah. No, yeah. only Veronica. She's mostly covered in blood. Yeah. That's an ongoing joke. Yeah. Oh, Betty has some on her like shoulders and shit. But Veronica will outpace Betty pretty quickly. Okay. And then uh, they go to Sabrina because she's like, I put a Jaguar curse on you. Betty says this to Veronica. So we have to go, uh, you know, fix that. <laughs> here's what, here's one thing I find weird about this book, which, which I find. Because, like, they go over the campy 50s style. But when they go to Sabrina, she's not 50s campy Sabrina. She's drawn, like, modern-day creepy Sabrina, the dark revisionist, you know, rebooted Sabrina. And I find that weird to make her be the dark series character when everyone else is all 50s style. You're right, that is really yeah. weird in a Predator versus Archie book. <laughs> and and the, the police are using uh, modern assault rifles, which wouldn't have existed in the 1950s. So I know, but this, this whole entire character is not the, the familiar one. Like, every other character is familiar, looks familiar to the art style they've been drawing for 50 years, and all of a sudden Sabrina's the only exception. It just feels weird. Weird decision to do that randomly. I guess because I don't know anything about anything, I was like, oh, I guess it's just another Archie character. I didn't notice You, you know Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Well, yeah, I know Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's not actually her, is it? Yes. Is it? It is her. Yeah. I thought you were joking. Is this Melissa Joan Hart? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is an Archie character. Yeah, just like Josie and the Pussycats. No. Are... are you shitting me? No. And so, yeah, and like, like Josie and the Pussycats are, are too. What? Yeah. <laughs> You guys are blowing my mind. You see, you were saying the lore is too complicated. Now we're really showing how deep and complicated it is. <laughs> I can't handle all this lore. I I can't I I can't believe it. So, okay. <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> I'm like I'm like shocked. The biggest revelation we've had on the show thus far. So what happens to Melissa Joan Hart when she puts on like a goose? No, what is a goose? Like a. What how, what kind of animal is a skull that she puts on? Isn't it a goat? It's like a goat. Uh, definitely yeah. not a goose. a goose. I've never seen a goose. <laughs> I meant to say goat, and then I forgot what a goat was. She's also reading from the Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they go to her, and she's like, I put a jaguar curse on her. Here's the dagger. I put a jaguar curse. And then she starts quoting obvious, like, Lovecraftian words. Like, she says, Yog Shagath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is... 
Yep. She puts on this, like, uh, goat head, starts chanting, and then Predator jumps through the window and kills Sabrina. And shatters the obsidian knife. And then there she died, just like Melissa Joan Hart's career. By having her (laughs) spine ripped out? Oh, no. She was in a movie recently, guys. God's not dead, too. Oh, my God. Uh, She was pretty good in that. She was a highlight. She was uh, Phil's favorite part of his favorite movie. Okay, guys. (laughs) Anyway, Sabrina the Teenage Witch gets her head ripped out of her body with her spine attached. And all the blood squirts onto Veronica. And then like a tourist. Like, like, you know in uh, Exorcist when she vomits blood, uh, the all the vomit on people. The pea soup. She vomits, vomits, like yeah, vomits, vomits. But this is like, this is like a, a straight projectile of blood yeah. from her head right to Veronica. Well, they also they her cat gets blown up too, fairly yeah. gorily. Yeah, that was the most upsetting part of this book to me. Rip Salem, the talking cat. Yeah, I always got that cat confused with the cat from Hocus Pocus. They're like the same thing, right? Mm. I don't even know what Hocus Pocus is. The what? Movie. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, whatever. It's like it's like Predator level of classic Sly. <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen Hocus Pocus and you're yelling at me for not seeing Predator? Okay. So, so um, she gets sprayed in blood, or Veronica does, and then they go through her Sabrina's wardrobe to find something cute. Yeah, Predator just like, he just vanishes. They don't even show him leave. He's just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, they, they go look through her wardrobe and they're like, this is cute. And then they find a picture. They, they took a picture on their smartphone of Predator, and they're like, "We're being hunted by ninjas with terrible hairdos." Oh, I like I like the joke of Veronica going through the wardrobe, and as she's like moving all the clothes aside, she's going weird, weird, weird until she finds the one she she's likes. Like, oh, cute! Mm-hmm. Like e- even with Sabrina dead right next to her, she's still criticizing her style. Yeah, she's yeah. covered in her blood. She's just like weird. So uh, ninjas are they're being attacked by ninjas, and. Uh, uh, Veronica starts undressing, and we get to she see. like, she's like, "Hey, viewer, look at my butt." Yeah, yeah it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty sensual. Uh, this is the most TNA Archie related stuff I've seen since Santa Carl did porn. Uh, so um, she's just gonna drop that in there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about reaction, but you guys just didn't say anything. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll move on. Well, I think we all, aside from Liz, we know so little about Archie that like we don't know what's a joke or not. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they've never like changed in front of each other, covered in their friend's blood before. So that's well, that's not. a specific thing. But they have changed in front of each other. That's been that's been done several times. Has it? Yeah. Sly, Sly's like the Mister Skin of Archie. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mister Skin? It's a it's a website that you go on when you're 13 and want to find out what movies have nude scenes in them. Oh, and you, and you find this website. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a site when you're 26 and you're like, I want to find nudes in movies. <laughs> um, so uh, Veronica is like, there's no such thing as a curse. This can't be real. Um, and then they're undressing. And then the dagger that's shattered on the floor, the obsidian dagger, reassembles itself. It like melds back into a, its original shape. Um and they go meet up with all the other characters, uh, Archie and the crew. We we missed the fact that the police showed up and secured the perimeter of Pop's shop before. Chocolate shop. Get Pop's it right, Phil. Chocolate shop, whatever. It's not even spelled chocolate like chocolate. It's chocolate, like L-I-T. Oh. Chocolate shop. Like this party's lit, yeah. right? Is that a joke? I don't know. Is, is Sabrina Teenage Witch really in this? I can't tell. <laughs> I just, I can't get over it. I, so they, they meet up with uh, Kevin's uh, dad, who's a part of the military. And he loves word bubbles, this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he needs to exposition dump the Predator's 
like his backstory. Yeah, but it's like, oh my god! It's hard to even follow. Like, I got lost in the world. I literally got lost in the world. Like I couldn't f- tell <laughs> where it was leading to. Like I literally, I couldn't tell who's talking at what point. Like I, I was like, because the character interrupts saying "predator," lamest, lamest name ever, and I'm not sure when the, in the conversation that's interrupting because it goes to another bubble. His conversation talks so long. Goes to talk, it's like it's hard to explain. It's just a, it's just a maze of bubbles. Yeah. This guy talking, and it even goes in between panels. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a lot to say. I just uh, it's another kind of weird thing. Like I know that we've been saying like this book doesn't try to be like like doesn't try to make sense at all. It's just it's just a weird it's a weird series of events when this general he's a general he's not just like a soldier. Yeah, he shows up to talk to the Archie cast. About yeah, to help kill this predator. Yeah, predators and how to fight them, and and then Moose is like, I brought a, a water gun. He says, I brought my daddy's gun, and it's a water gun. And yeah. Moose is stupid. I don't think he's that stupid to be like, I'm going to bring a water gun to fight a predator. Well, you're wrong. Yeah, and also then it's cannon slide. Eat your eat your heart out. <laughs> and then the general is like, I'm going to teach these little kids to fight. He so he brings a bunch of guns, and he's like, Here's the plan. We're going to have uh, someone be the bait. And pretend to be Veronica, but it's such a stupid scene because <laughs> it's just like they're like, okay, we're gonna have him pretend to be Veronica. Whoever I forget who he's even pretending. Jughead. Jughead. How do you think I like Jughead? Jughead. 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 <laughs> he's ready to be Veronica, and they're just the rest of the Jughead's team. The only one wearing a crown, Phil. You should know this. Shit. And wait, wait, Liz. <sighs> what does the S on yeah. his shirt stand for? I don't know. That's a good fucking Shit. question. That's good trivia. <laughs> I thought that would be like a common thing. I guess. Yeah, I, guess I, thought, I thought. I thought we had a real, a real resident Archie expert here, but instead <laughs> we have a resident Archie amateur. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's still way more than us. <laughs> Yo, do you need a nap? I, I really do. Today was really trying. <laughs> I will say. Okay, so he gives. So the general gives all the Archie guys like AK forty sevens. Yeah. Uh, they're M sixteens, right? But. Yeah. I thought they have banana clips. Doesn't that make them an AK-47 if they have banana yeah, clips? Yeah, I, I don't think any of us know enough about arms. I don't. Really. And then they even say, safety's right there, Rambo. Don't they Don't they use AKs in Rambo? I don't know. I've never seen it. No? That's How have you not one. seen these action movies? Like, are you like a cultural shut-in? Do you like never watch movies? He's just been watching Hocus Pocus over <laughs> <laughs> So they get big guns. And they and this plan is we're going to have Jughead stand in the middle of the street pretending to be Veronica. And then we're going to have the rest of the Archie cast hide behind the, the car right next to it with guns. And what's crazy to me is like the general is like, hey, they see in thermal vision. So like, didn't they realize they would just see them? But they thought that his thermal vision would be distracted by how hot Jughead looks. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's not. And he blows up the people hiding <laughs> behind the car. Yeah. And he murders uh, moves his girlfriend Midge. And her, her, half her body is ripped apart. Yeah. It's, he's holding her ripped torso in his arms. Really gory. Um, yeah. They open up on the Predator. There's like, bada, 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 bada. It's like, some of them are taking selfies while this is happening. Yeah, Reggie, uh, Reggie is, which, which might be in character. I would say that, one. that might be in character, but Moose with the water gun is too far. Yeah. <laughs> and they just all get shot by the Predator while they're fighting him. It's like yeah. they they just kill every character here. Not every, but Except like... Except one guy only loses a leg, and then the Predator grabs him by the throat. Is it talking black guy, Chuck? Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's Chuck. And he says, hey, ugly, your mama said it was your birthday. And then he gets picked up and he says, so I got you a present. And he pulls the pin on a grenade and holds it up smiling. <laughs> and then Predator runs away on fire with lots of emojis. There is apparently a Predator running emoji. 
I, I just realized, this is a bit late, but I just realized on the page where Jughead is standing around looking like Veronica, he's being Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, what are you waiting for? Kill me! <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is several of us before Reggie, in one scene Reggie says, I'm a sexual transfer, like that's opening oh, scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I missed all those references. Yeah. Because you haven't seen the movie. Oh, that makes You've been sense. Watching Hocus Pocus. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, and this is the the re- the reference to Bette Midler in Hocus Pocus right here. Because <laughs> she has red hair, like uh, Predator's flaming hair. <laughs> so everyone's dead, and Jughead finds the obsidian knife, and as he's looking at it, the Predator is behind him, staring ominously at him. I don't know if they established yet, but Predator he basically wants to show Predators want to show that they're the best warriors in the galaxy, so they look for people who are armed and kill them. Yeah. Like they they don't target unarmed people that's why throughout the comic earlier on every time like betty picked up a knife uh or like pops picked up that knife to cut the cake to predator i guess he's like he's a warrior because he has a weapon so i I think that's a very loose interpretation of that rule from the movie if you you pick up a knife you're automatically a warrior yeah like he's cutting a cake it's like he's ready for combat did you explain this one is a teenage predator that's true teenagers are stupid as evidenced by this comic that is kind of like what they're going for though that's that's what i was saying before about it being okay like canon they they explain the fact that he has is using emojis because he's a teenage predator so even on the predator planet they they use emojis yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool bit of trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what the S stands for a Jughead's shirt, but we know predators use the most. <laughs> so that's the end of issue Maybe two. Maybe I need a nap. <laughs> uh, too late to nap. Yeah. Daryl Step. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is when you're trying to nap at 9 p.m.? Okay. I need to tell a story. Daryl used to yell at me because I would take naps at like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a nap at that point. And then I'd get up at like three and I'd be like, gotta read more comics. Yeah, to preface this, <laughs> our, our lifestyle during this time was Daryl and I playing games until 5 a.m. So Ryan taking a nap at 12 or 1 to stay up till 5 was like, uh, he, in his mind, was like, this is normal. And, and in Daryl's mind, it was a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> so issue three has my favorite cover. It's a really happy, smiley predator sharing a milkshake with a scared Archie and Betty. If you ever read Archie, uh, one of the most classic covers is Archie, Betty, and Veronica sharing a milkshake. This is that, but instead of Veronica, it's, pre- it's Predator, and <laughs> Betty and Archie are freaked out. And it says, more victims, more mutilations, more milkshakes. So, halfway through, how are you feeling about it at this point, Liz? Uh, I was into it. I mean, I was a little, I was a little surprised by how much murder had already occurred. Yeah, right? Pretty much all the classic characters are dead by this point, except, like, the main core group. All the characters you assume Archie is are the only characters left. So all the yeah. like, extra characters are dead. Yeah. And Phil. <laughs> Phil's still alive. Why am I dilted? Yeah. Sadly. How could, how could on this podcast, how could I be the nerdiest one? I, that's, like, crazy to me. <laughs> um, so we start out with this, like, wasteland scene of... Well, it's, like, the narration is, like, Riverdale. The sort of sweet little town where... Everyone dreams of moving to when they reach a certain age. Victorian houses, each with its own yard. Charming boutiques and cafes on Main Street. And while this narration's happening, people are dead on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. There are cars overturned and shattered. There's, like, smoke, smoke billowing everywhere. Everything broken. Streetlights leaning. Um, and it's just Jughead walking around dressed as Veronica with the crown. Going, Archie? Anyone? And he goes to the high school, Riverdale High School, and as he walks through the door, a trap springs on him that he swiftly dodges. Um, 
and they're like, we got him. We got the Jughead. So they, I guess these traps were set for, for Predator. Although, I guess if Jughead and Heels can dodge them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the true Predator. Yeah. <laughs> predator of hamburgers. <laughs> That's true. And they, because the, the main Archie cast wasn't there at the ambush. And they're like, what happened? And they're like, they're all dead. And there's a there's a creepy panel of Dilton in the dark saying, it's too late for that. And I assume he's talking about naps. Yeah. <laughs> They're all crying, and they're like, all our friends are dead. Uh, I'm wearing all that's left of them. Dilton explains that the entire Riverdale police force, and then parentheses, both cars, (laughs) were helping Greendale's cops at a spell home. Uh, They went to go see Sabrina's house, and they got turned into goats. Goats? Deus Ex Goatina. I don't even know that's a thing that happened. It's very thrilling. I didn't get that scene. Yeah, it just shows Uh, them. It's like, look, it's just goats. But Why? This is the hill you die on, Sly. This is the one that you're like. This makes no sense. Yes, it will be. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't be like. This makes no sense. A whole book makes no sense. So it's all fine, right? And he's gravy. You can just make more shit. Whatever you want. Throw shit against the wall because that's what Ryan says. Yeah. I like how every single episode we use this phrase "hill to die on," and we just cons- <laughs> we construct these things to fucking scream about that are just like so fucking dumb. <laughs> I feel like if Sly had one wish, it would be to have a thousand lives so we could have a thousand hills to die on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Phil, a.k.a. Dalton, takes him to the AV room. And uh, they, they see Predator blood uh, pouring from the vents, but nobody notices it. Like they, they, You can hear the vent creaking. They can see Predator blood pouring from it, but no one notices or suspects the predators in the yeah, vents. Yeah, Predator blood is like this day glow green that's really bright and easy to notice. Well, apparently in this universe, when you bleed, you bleed like a fucking fountain. So seeing just a little, <laughs> they probably assume it's not blood. Apparently in this world, if you bleed, you can kill it. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Predator reference. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they, they they break the fourth wall here a little bit, or what do they say? They lean on the fourth wall because they're not looking at the camera, but they they talk about the audiovisual power room, and they're like, "That's not what it's called," but AVP is a pretty cool acronym. <laughs> awesome, valuable player says somebody. Jughead gets uh, distracted because he sees a vending machine, and he really wants a snack. And then because he takes out the city knife to uh, Jimmy opened the vending machine. And doing so caused a predator to kill him off screen. Yeah. 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 And uh, the rest of the team find his corpse. Uh, his head has been put inside the vending machine. So, so. His true, his true heaven. It's just such a. Yes. Yeah. Such a weird scene. What? It's such a weird scene. Like, would a predator, would a predator do that? I don't know. No, it wouldn't. Like, that's a. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like his body's gone, but predator just left his head and face intact. In... Which is like what a predator takes most of all. Yeah, they like he left the one thing he would not leave. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's not for a trap either. He just leaves him there. <laughs> so does he like collect spines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go around spines. and they're like they're still like trying to show they're the best warriors. So to do so, you find them those best warriors. You kill them and you take their their like head as a trophy. It's like it's supposed to be like a scalping type. Analogy. Oh, okay. It's like when you kill a bear, you have the bear on your. I've never killed a bear. (laughs) I never killed a person, but I assume this is what it's doing. (laughs) I killed a person. Are you sure about that? What? (laughs) 
I feel like, you know who says I've never killed a person? People who've killed people. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the opposite, because they usually said I never killed a person. So unless you do, unless you say that, you kill a person, obviously. So I'm you the can only... be a murderer, but no one's a liar. Yeah. I'm the only honest one here, so you guys are all, by definition, actual murderers. Huh? You see, I got you guys. Yeah. God. Yeah, you got us, Sly. Maybe Sly's not dying on hills, he's killing on hills. <laughs> or maybe the person he's killed is himself. Here's another decent joke. Uh, as they cry over, I thought you were about to make a joke. <laughs> uh, let me tell you a joke. That's how you. That's how you don't tell a joke. You know. So uh, Veronica goes to our uh, Jughead's corpse and says, "Oh, Juggy Kuns, I always said that junk food would kill you." Juggy Kun. <laughs> Juggy Kun. Senpai. No, I, I like the one of Dilton saying, "Since his head's in the vending machine," he says, "I can't help but think Jughead would find the framing appropriate, though." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and here's one thing I find weird. Another sign of obliviousness. Dylan's like now monologuing, saying, "Have you ever thought it's like to be me, Archie? Of course you haven't. To be in the school everyone's dating, and to never be asked. As everyone's right, ne- right next to, him, but no one hears him saying, like, basically, I- I'm alone and, and desperate and, and sad. Yeah, he's full. Yeah, I thought this was going to lead to something because he's going on like a long monologue about being alone in a city or a town where everybody's dating. And it's all about dating. It's just like Phil. Phil's always like, I'm so sad and lonely. And he's, <laughs> yes. he's like, How am I, Dilton? Why am I, Dilton? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so lonely, guys. <laughs> Maybe it's a it's just you know it's figurative. I'm lonely in my soul or whatever. Phil, I can I can basically guarantee that you're sitting right now in a room surrounded by cats, aren't you? Um, I have only one. Uh, those two. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Case closed. So Phil's a crazy cat guy of this group. <laughs> that's I mean that's true. I won't deny. And it turns out Dylan's so obsessed with Archie that he made an Archie mech. Oh yeah, he made an Archie like robot mech suit. This is where I was like, "This is I did not expect <laughs> the Archie bot." Yeah, and Dylan's like, and Dylan's like, "Fear not, Betty and Veronica. Just think of me as Archie for a little while. I will save you from the predator, and then we will cuddle." Just like so, Phil, he's always trying yeah. to get me to get inside his mech suit. Yeah, <laughs> but then she's out his mech suit. Like, starts going haywire because he's not a control. It's so shooting against the wall again. Just like Phil, always shoots before you're ready. <laughs> Uh, so uh, he gets the weapons. He can't get the weapons system online. But then when he does, it, it marks uh, the the friends as the enemies. And then the predator breaks in. They start fighting, and um, so they're fighting, fighting. Yeah, it's like four pages of just fighting Archie and the Archie bot and predator. and then Arch- Archie fights the predator. Archie gets stabbed. Yeah, Archie tries to fight him off because Dylan can't with his well, f- shitty mech suit. And then finally, uh, Archie gets stabbed in the shoulder, and everyone's like, "Oh no, Archie!" And um, they try and staunch the blood, and they're crying over him. And um, that's when the, the mech switches and says, "Now we have to. We have to. Uh, I, the mech, mech. I lost control of the mech, and now I have to kill you all." But uh, Betty talks him down, saying, "I know you can do it, Dylan. You turn off that mech." And Dylan's like, "You're right. I can't." And he turns it off, and when he finishes it, uh, he gets decapitated by Predator. Yeah, yeah, because he he like takes off the helmet of it, and he's like, "I turned it off. I am the hero." And Oh, we should say that they they thought it was safe, stupidly, because they the mech they put him in a net. Yeah, the mech shot like a net a web on him and like netted him. So um, he's like, I I saved everyone. Surprise, surprise! The hunter had a knife to cut to the net. Uh, another kind of funny joke. Um, Betty calls nine one one, and they're like, emergency. Who do you need? And uh, she says, whoever deals with aliens. And then they're like, connecting you to border patrol now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And at, when we see 
Dilton get decapitated, this is the first time we see Veronica, like, actually accept how terrible this all is. She says, oh, God, we're actually going to die. Yeah, as if <laughs> as if this whole time it's like, well, yeah. everyone else is dead, so they're the only ones left now. Mm-hmm. So, issue four. Final issue. Final issue. Finalist madness can end. Final countdown. The cover is a very scantily clad Betty and Veronica with two knives and a torch ready to fight. The predator. I like this cover actually. It reminds me of one of those like pulpy, um, like yeah. you know, Amazon women thing. Yeah. It is. It is a really cool cover, and yeah. I think it has the most impressive line work and shading of all the art in this whole book. <laughs> <laughs> and the title, "Frenemies No More." The story opens up with uh, the predator uh, standing over the bleeding Archie, the crying Betty and Veronica, and the predator takes off his mask, revealing the you know the crab face and. Uh, unfortunately, the one says you're uh, one ugly son of a. But anyway, but they do say uh, they do uh, see him eat eat the skin off Dylan's face, leaving his glasses on. Yeah, somehow with one goopy yeah. eyeball dripping down. Yeah, so like he eats so his skin's off, but his glasses are still on. Because, you know, that's the definitive of Dalton. I don't know. I just got new glasses like two days ago, and they're really tight. And I, they won't fall off for anything. Maybe you're the Dalton of the story. <laughs> no. We're arguing the mechanics of tearing a face off. They would fall off if your face went with it. Yeah, that's what you think. You don't know how much skin I got, Phil. <laughs> I do, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know what that means, so yeah, I, I will not either. respond to We're it. talking about butt flaps, right? <laughs> so... so uh, Veronica is like, go away, leave my friends alone. What did we ever do to you? The predator looks confused and says, Betty? Like he's the Hulk or something. And uh, he walks out uh, and Veronica says, I'm Veronica, you twerp. Uh, then she, uh, Betty wakes up uh, in Veronica's bedroom and they have pictures of different eras of uh, Betty and Veronica. I like Commissioner Gordon to the left. Yeah, me too. That that is Commissioner. no, that's that's, that's her dad. That, that's Veronica's dad, Commissioner Gordon. There is a Josie and the Pussycats here. Yeah, and also Punisher is in here too. Oh, yeah, there he is. Uh, oh my God, he is to commemorate when they met the Punisher, which is a way better comic than this, by the way. Read that instead. Uh, now we know what your recommendation is. <laughs> I bet it's not. I bet I know what his recommendation is. Uh, we'll see. Uh, make a uh, make your bets, folks. Make your bets. Everyone, write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> Call in at eight four five. You guess the rest of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> if you can guess the number and guess the recommendation, you'll win an all-exclusive trip with Sly. To the Divisive Issues Studio, which is my bedroom. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no. And you can be joined Daryl and Liz right here. If you can guess uh, my phone number, Sly's gonna fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, is that a reward or a punishment? Why why would it be a reward? <laughs> Nobody guess. It's a trap. <laughs> So yeah, so Betty wakes up and uh, Veronica uh, reveals that the knife is they stop the knife and uh, they say we have to we have to we, the knife won't go away until we because ki- he cursed two people with it so we have to kill somebody else with it. <laughs> I love how like B like B plot the magic knife is. Yeah, it's really weird that they're like that they're all serious about this knife plot that they really believe in it and i'm like mm-hmm. isn't the predator more dangerous but i also think it's interesting yeah. that in all the other issues everyone was dying around betty and veronica and they were just like trying on outfits or laughing and as soon as archie is stabbed in the shoulder for like eight pages they've been very concerned that he's dying <laughs> yeah. well that's the only thing they care about archie pretty yep. much do betty and veronica have characters outside of like we love archie 
Uh, uh usually yes. Now I'm I was asking Liz, Sly. <laughs> Veronica's like a rich, preppy girl, and Betty's just a nice, fun, sporty girl. There's there's not a lot of depth in Archie. <laughs> it's not the yeah. place you go to for... Not, not the place you go to for nuanced character development. Would you guys say I'm more Betty or Veronica, then? You? Oh, you? definitely Veronica. You're a bitch. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I'm Veronica? Yeah. I would have said Betty, but... What, what about me? Right. Oh, you're, you're you're sweetheart. You're Betty. For sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryan? No, you're Cheryl. This is the only time he's been nice to Ryan. In like in in their whole friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm not exaggerating. If Phil and I are Betty and Veronica, Daryl's definitely Archie. No, I'm Predator. <laughs> Sexual Predator. <laughs> oh my secret. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. So so they're like we have to um, avenge Archie and Veronica's like, oh my my house can self destruct so will blow up the house with Predator inside. And they have a panic room, and apparently when you use the no- the number pad to get in, it makes a sound of a dip-doop-doop, which is my favorite sound effect <laughs> in this whole book. And they've basically revealed the device from, if you saw the movie Prometheus, the device is just self-surgery device. And uh, I've seen Prometheus. Hey, good job. I haven't. I'm lying. I have. I not. love. I love Prometheus. Oh fuck you! I, I love that movie. Oh, that, that's our next divisive issue. Are you, are you fucking trolling me? Are, are you trolling yeah, me? I, yeah, of course I'm trolling you. I haven't seen it. I just know you hate it so much that I'm like, every time I get the chance, I'm like, Prometheus is cool. We we. Okay, never mind. You saw that shit movie. You know the shitty contraption, and basically self heals you, and these try to self heal Archie, but they put everything to max. And basically, he turns it to the Hulk afterwards. Yeah, yeah. it's like patient yeah. dying. And then they're like, uh, put it to 11. And then they remember there's a note that's like, never put it to 11 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he becomes like a cancerous growth for a minute and then becomes the Hulk. You know, for a second, it looks like Hulk from Ruins. Ruins, yeah. <laughs> then he becomes regular Hulk. <laughs> and uh, th- now um, we get to more see more of Betty undressing. For yep. no reason, and then uh, <laughs> this dialogue from Betty, Veronica, are you sure the predator is here? And Veronica goes, "I've never been so sure of anything in my life. Why?" <laughs> and she opens the door, and the predator is right behind the door, and she opens her uh, machine gun at him. SMG, Sly. What kind of gun is it, Phil? What kind of gun is it, Phil? It's an Uzi. It's an Uzi, asshole. <laughs> an Uzi in my jacuzzi, but um. <laughs> Podcast over. I've been Predator. <laughs> oh, here's the reference you guys wanted. When Betty sees uh, Predator, she says, Ugh, you are one ugly melon farmer. <laughs> yeah. Betty's wearing a, a regal dress, and then when the combat starts, she rips it automatically because obviously it's not practical for, for fighting a fucking Predator. Also, I love how they told them earlier they want to fight people with weapons, and they're like, what can we do to stop him? We get weapons and fight him. It's like, you're not going to win. They think they yeah. might. Yeah. Uh, so then Archie, Hulk Archie shows up and uh, he starts being the Wait, chef. Wait, before that, I actually like this joke a lot. She, uh, Predator grabs at Betty and pulls her lucky hair scrunchie off and puts it on. <laughs> so now when Predator's chasing them, he has long hair in a pink scrunchie. Yeah, because he it seems like he has this weird like crush on them too. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's, I think it's very blatant that he has yeah. a crush on them. Yeah. When Archie shows up as the big Hulk Archie... Uh, Predator's going to grab Veronica, and then he grabs him, and they're doing the the bicep handshake. Oh that, yeah! Uh, In the opening of Predator, and... they do a, they do an arm wrestle thing. It's not an arm wrestle. Yeah. They do like a, the... a hand, hand grab. grab. But they basically well, arm wrestle because uh, Arnold overpowers uh, Apollo. Don't, don't uh, spoil. I'm spoiling the fucking five first five minutes. Some of us haven't seen it. <laughs> Whatever. I wasn't listening at all. So I didn't realize how much of this book was. Was paying tribute to the original Predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't either, honestly. I yeah. missed a lot of these. I caught all of them. 
<laughs> Bet Midler. <laughs> Predator grabs a mace. Archie grabs a battle axe. And, and the emojis are angry face, knife, knife. Yeah, and they, they fight and uh, they fight, fight, fight. More fighting until until uh, Veronica tries to uh, stab him with the city knife from behind. Because she says, you know, if we need to take a life with this. Um, uh, I can end two curses with one because I'll get rid of Predator and get rid of the Jaguar curse. But uh, she gets stabbed by by Predator. But then he realizes what he's done. He's like, and he looks really sad. Run! And Archie punches in the back of the head while crying. And I just want to clarify: whenever they cry, it's like very cartoonishly, ar- ar- very cartoonish Archie crying. So this doesn't look serious at all. It just looks like cartoon characters like crying, not like real remorse or anything like that. <laughs> wow! wow. Yes, I stare into their lifeless eyes. It's not real remorse. <laughs> I've it's seen real remorse in the eyes of the, my victim. I bet Archie's <laughs> pretending. Oxy guys don't have any real feelings. So we had spoil and sly. We had whatever kind of sly. Now we have stalk, stalk and sly. <laughs> Still so better than fascist film. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> fuck you. So uh, then uh, he's about to stab Archie in the face. Uh, but uh, Ron- Betty comes in with a katana and says, Not my Archie. And he cuts her arm off. <laughs> like, yeah. instantly. Yeah. Of course. And then, and then like, explodes Archie's yeah. head immediately. One <laughs> yeah. Well, he stabs it right, right through his, uh, his uh, you know, fist knives right through his head. Yep. And his eyeballs pop out and his head explodes. And there's just teeth everywhere. Yeah. And then it's uh, Betty standing there with one arm saying, Archie, you killed my Archie. You, you. And then... His emoji is heart eyes face, like love love yeah. face. This is Predator. And then both uh, one-armed Betty and dying Veronica attack him at the same time and stab him with the jaguar knife and bash him in the back of the head with the mace. Yeah. And the curse ends, I guess. Because you see the, the little jaguar go poof. <laughs> and they're both laying there in blood. And talk about how great Archie was. Just talk about Archie. <laughs> they talk about Archie for a long time. No, they know that's how girls are. They always talk about boys. Yeah. Even after they just fought off a ma- murderous alien. Yeah. And then the predator goes up to them and says, Betty, Betty, go. Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> Heart emoji. <Yeah. laughs> and because the house is going to blow up. Remember they rigged it oh, before. I, f- I forgot that. That was like five minutes ago. Yeah. And he's a, heart, a little heart when it explodes. That's weird. <laughs> But uh, they they as they basically they crawl away from the house and the predator like holds onto them as they're crawling away. Yeah, they get and, into the panic room. Yeah, they're in, the, they're in that the place with the self fixing machine, and it turns out they're gonna fix the predator to look like Archie because he loves he's obsessed with them just like Archie was, and now predator is now Archie. I love that. Yeah, and the last panel is super disturbing because it's like predator looking terrified <laughs> and worried as he's turning into a smiling Archie. Yeah. And according to Sly, you're seeing his sad, scared eyes turn lifeless and soulless <laughs> as he turns into an Archie character. He does look actually soulless as uh, yeah, he does. True. Guys, yeah. guys, do you know when I read this, I didn't see that last page. I ended off with the house blowing up and them saying not without my friends, and I thought they just all died. <laughs> that would be a better ending than this weird shit. I was like, wow, that was pretty morbid. Every single person dies. Because the last panels are the, the pictures of them burning up and then not without my friends. And I was like, Wow. Everyone's dead. <laughs> I never saw the last page. How do you feel about it now that you saw the great last page film? I don't know. They're both pretty fucked up. But yeah. I feel like it... I don't know. I don't know. All right, so... Uh, we, we, last time on The Vice of Issues, 
we came up we decided to call the new format uh, for the finale does this deserve to exist in homage to uh, fascist Phil <laughs> fuck you but now I said that's too fascist Phil for me so I want to change it to do you regret reading this so first off uh, Liz do you regret reading this no I, I liked it I enjoyed it I had a good time and it was what I figured it would be <laughs> coming from Archie versus Predator yes so Ryan uh, Rowdy Ryan <laughs> do you regret reading this no, not at all. I'm totally on Liz's Liz's side. It's fun. It's like goofy. It's exactly what I expected it to be, and I find the like total tone shifts hilarious. So I really liked it. Uh, Daryl, do you regret reading this? Nope they they summed it up better than I did could. And uh, fascist Phil, do you regret reading this? <laughs> I do. This book shouldn't exist. <laughs> no, uh, I don't mean that it shouldn't exist. I I don't. I kind of regret reading it, though. I didn't really enjoy it enough to be to spend my time on it, and I, I mean that in a way like that sounds really mean, but like I didn't I didn't dislike this, but it's kind of like when we read like Rain or something else, where I'm like, I kind of wish I just watched or read something else that I really enjoy because this was like so blah to me that I'm like, the fact that I was having trouble finding things to say throughout it means like I I didn't have a like I didn't think a lot about this book. I'm like okay. Uh, it's just happening. I mean, you were in such a rush to put it down, you didn't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with Phil. I, I thought this book was largely boring. I think this... this um, like, I talk, like, I feel, like I said, it feels like a really bad... Like, if this was a Predator movie, it would be shit, and it kind of was a Predator movie, AVP Requiem, where they go to fucking high school, and everyone's annoying assholes, and everyone hates that movie, so why would we like this? Wait, there's a Predator movie about them going to a high no, school? No, it's a Predator movie where uh, AVP Requiem is about them on Earth, and it's about a bunch, a bunch of annoying high school... It's the second AVP. Yeah, it's about yeah. a bunch of annoying jocks and bullies and, you know, cliche high school stuff, and everyone hates that movie, so I hate this book, too, because that's a dumb fucking horror trope. <laughs> I need to tell everyone out there who's like Ryan, who hasn't seen Alien or Predator, and there's a million of these movies... There's literally just one requirement for both. You watch Predator and you watch Alien and maybe Aliens. Yeah, you should watch Aliens. Yeah. The rest, fuck them. Don't watch them. Fuck them. As <laughs> Batman would say. As Batman would say. So I'm glad we have a guest because my vote wins now. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Uh, guests are, are not technically real people. Oh, so wow. so uh, we, it's still a tie. And Daryl's technically a guest too. So Daryl's technically a guest too. So we win. It's <laughs> Ryan. What? This isn't this isn't like a number against we shouldn't be doing like does this win the regret vote or no not? it does. It does. Uh, no, we should do it every time I'm right. And we and we also we vote based, you know, by family like houses. So the Stefans get yeah. one vote. Hey. Hey. Oh, no. We outnumber you. <laughs> and uh, obviously the obviously the, the Greek gods with huge dongs get ten votes. <laughs> yes, exactly. See slide nose. Because I can't disappoint fascist Phil all overlord. <laughs> So like we were friends last week with Spider Man. You know, I never, ha- I never want, I never want censorship. Okay, I never want. Censorship. I'm just fucking. <laughs> Are Phil, you? Is this your first time ever talking to Sly? Haven't you known him for like fucking twenty years? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Do I really know him? I didn't know he was a fucking murderer. I didn't know he kept people in his basement. Do I really know him? Uh, I did. I did know that actually. I've seen that before. Oh, okay. Did I? I never told you guys he was a murderer. <laughs> okay. So, as we mentioned last week, we are a proud member of the Comrade Radio Network. We are all Soviets and communists. <laughs> yes, except for fascists. But... Yeah. No, what? You can be fascist and communist if you do play your cards right. Look at Stalin. Yeah, exactly. 
I didn't think that people wanted him to be fascist, though. Guys, guys, you no one, no one wants. <laughs> no one wants a fascist. Oh, look at America. <laughs> but it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. Actually, people, people do want fascists. So I want to mention another show on the network that I j- only just started listening to about a uh, week or two ago, and I absolutely love it. It's called Classic Smassic, and with Chris and Owen. And they watch classic movies. So, obviously, I've never seen any of the movies they talk about. I saw Streetcar Named Desire. I saw the episode, too. It was good. Yeah, I've only listened to the... To, I've been listening from the beginning. And they do things like Citizen Kane and, like, Duck Soup. And they're movies that they've never seen before. And they watch them and say, like, do they hold up to today's standards? But Chris and Owen are so fucking funny. Unlike us. Unlike us. That's, I mean, that's what goes without saying. Anyone's fucking yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. So I it's highly... like saying, uh, this, is, this is bad except for unfunnies. When you say this is funny, you have to, you have to say... You have to no, say we are not the unfunnies of podcasts. <laughs> we're the unfunnies of podcasts. Yes, of course we are. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. We should continue this. Yeah. This. And uh, I highly recommend you check them out. And all the song, uh, songs, all the shows on the network. And we don't have any letters, but we do have a new review on iTunes that I want to thank Johnny Barnstorm. You probably won't see it because it's only in the Canadian iTunes store. <laughs> but thank you so much, Johnny. Shout out to our Canadian listeners. It's the first review that mentions Sly and Daryl. So welcome to the the annals of iTunes. That's the word, right? That's how you pronounce it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Annals? Yeah. Definitely annals. Welcome to the sphincter of iTunes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as always, please rate, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, all that. It really does help a lot. And uh, tweet at us, divisive issues, one word, or email us, one word, at gmail.com. And also thanks to Tracy, who's been talking to me on Facebook a lot about the show, and it's awesome. Talking to us, okay? That's our that's our page together. That's, yeah, you're right. Any of us any of us could have been responding, even though now yeah. we know. Oh, yeah, are you going to, Phil, Phil, are you going to respond about Joe Quesada's editorial <laughs> policies on Spider-Man? Huh, Dick? I could, I could. Uh, He'll research it and fucking show you up, Ryan. I'm not even going to research it. I'm just going to make jokes. (laughs) I would love to see you guys get more active as admins and have us argue with each other just just as comments from the same poster. (laughs) Guess what? You've made a mistake asking for that. (laughs) Yeah, Ryan. It's like asking for baby man babies on your wall. We'll save that story for another episode. But, uh, yeah, right on our Facebook wall if you want to watch us argue with each other about whatever you talked about. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got. Same. Recommendations? Yeah. That was my... I don't know why Phil said same. I always do the segment. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm just saying I don't have anything to add to that. All right, so recommendations. Uh, <laughs> f- let's go with Ryan first. What's your recommendation? Recommend something. Okay. I'm going to recommend a new image book, and I'm going to keep it quick because it's really hard to explain. It's called Monstrous. It's by Marjorie Liu, and I don't remember who the artist is. Sorry. But the reason why I recommend it is because it's very, very dark and gory and, like, vulgar. But the art style, a lot of the character models are, like, I don't want to say cute because I feel like that doesn't do it justice. But, you know, like, anime animals that are, like, really adorable? It's like yep. that, but in a really fucked up, dark, like, ma- like really cool magic world. And because it's a volume one from Image, the trade's only 10 bucks at cover price. So if you get on Amazon, it's like 6 bucks. I highly recommend it. It's called Monstrous. It's great. It just came out. Cool. I'm just going to recommend Predator. 
Oh man, uh, guess what? That's my recommendation. Uh, yeah, it's like if you, you... recommend uh, Re- Alien vs Predator Requiem instead, Daryl. No, no. <laughs> if you like, if you like the idea of this alien stalking people, like there's, there's better ways to see it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, Daryl and Liz, are you just going to recommend Predator? Do you have a recommendation? Is it? Can I recommend something not divisive? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, the recommendations are supposed to be good stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. I... So it's called recommendation. Like, you you know, you want people to read it. That's, you know, the concept of recommendation, the definition is you want other people to see what you've seen, too. <laughs> oh, look at mansplaining Sly over here. <laughs> uh, obviously, recommendations are a fucking uh, woman's issue, right, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. uh, I recommend Unlikely Cause, cause by you're Jeffrey always Brown. recommending them to smile more, right, Sly? Yeah. Oh, look, look, talking over the woman now, huh? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Liz. Just Continue. go ahead and recommend it. Yeah, I'd recommend Unlikely by Jeffrey Brown because it's my favorite graphic novel, and who knows if I'll get to shout out again. What is it about? Uh, it's about someone's first sort of relationship, and it's the drawing style is like really simple. Yeah, really simple, but it's nice to look at, and it's I I find it super relatable, and I feel like a lot of people would too. About that time in your life, I check it out. Daryl got it for me for my 20th birthday, and I'll always be grateful because it's amazing. Okay, yeah. it's I, I remember it on your shelf. I remember you getting it. I just, I've never, I don't think I read it. Yeah, if you have nostalgia for relationships, that is an excellent book to read. Yeah, because there's people who don't. Yeah, Sly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not what I, I meant. Like, most people feel nostalgic. Like, third class people like Sly. <laughs> I meant. <laughs> murderer. Guys, the undermensch in my fascist society. I meant, I meant that people are not nostalgic for that stuff always. Oh, some people probably are not. It's the people that are like, ah, oh, screw my exes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's plenty of people out there that don't care for nostalgia. All right, so my recommendation is, <laughs> I'm torn between two of them. I'll go with Afterlife with Archie, which is basically... That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. I win! Yeah. Now you have to fuck me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only because get Kaiku. No, you don't know his number. So uh, Afterlife with Archie is uh, written by... David Aguirre Sacasis, I think. I don't know how to pronounce his I think name. It's Robert. Robert Aguirre Sacasis. He has a weird uh, Hispanic name. I can't pronounce ever. Uh, <laughs> wow. I forgot, I forgot that you're the racist one on the show, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and uh, uh, Fra- the artist is Frank Avila, one of the best comic artists around. And uh, the story is basically uh, zombie. Basically, Sabrina wants to resurrect the dead. It's a teenage witch, who's in, in Archie Cannon. She resurrects the dead. What? <laughs> and it causes zombies to attack Riverdale. And uh, basically, it's a, it's a zombie survival horror story. And just like, it does like this is trying to do, trying to play around with the Archie uh, Cannon and try to do a serious spin on it with, with gore and stuff like that. But this is, instead of being more campy, I think it does it better by going more serious and showing the severity of what's going on, the real human drama going on and taking it uh, super seriously, I think that story is way more successful at everything this story is trying to do, and I recommend that instead. Cool, cool. I want to thank Liz for joining us. Yes. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's I I know it's a, like a trial to be here, like to listen to all of us, <laughs> but it really does mean a lot to us. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and uh, sorry that we're just total pieces of garbage all the time. She's been living with me. She knows what garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and thank. All you listeners out there, I've been Betty. I've been Pops Chocolate Shop. I've been Pops the Man. (laughs) I've been Predator. Then I've been Jughead. Stay in continuity.
Spread Radio. Dot com. Independent Podcasting Network.